in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my swashbuckling co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the pirate-themed period romantic comedy series, Our Flag Fiend's Death. This was created by David Jenkins. It came out on HBO Max or HBO, whichever way you get HBO these days. And this was a little neat show that popped up where we're going to see a story that's actually based in truth about a real person, but told with the comedic lens of some of our favorite uh, comedic actors, especially most notably uh, two New Zealanders who we actually love, uh, Reese Darby and Taika Watiti, uh, coming in with their blend of comedy to see a very interesting take on the whole pirate genre. So, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Our Flag Means Death. Well, Chris, as you kind of hinted on, this is based on, you know, historical character, um, loosely based on the life of Steed Bonnet, who was known as the Gentleman Pirate uh, in the early 1700s. Uh, Captain Bonnet was an aristocrat who abandoned his comfortable life and family to prove himself a pirate during the golden age of piracy. Despite you know, being completely out of his depth, not really a great captain, and doesn't really know what it means to be a pirate. But he's sailing aboard a ship, the Revenge, and Captain Bonnet and his kind of defunctional crew struggle to survive against deadly threats, not only other pirates and other warships, but uh, within themselves. So, yeah, when when we when I heard about this, I was really excited because Chris and I, for those of you who enjoyed our Pirates of the Caribbean episode, there was something about the pirate life, you know, pirate life for me that really is always appealing. This definitely took it in a different direction that I was both surprised and really all for. But I was I was really excited about checking this out. Well, yeah, it takes the pirate genre, which, of course, when we think of pirates, we're thinking, OK, uh, the swashbuckling, the raiding, the scurvy, the, the, scurvy, the rum, uh, sailing on the high seas, Treasure. naval battles, you know, going against the British. All these kind of tropes. It takes all of that, uh, you know, even like things like superstitions they would have, the way they dress, what they eat, et cetera, et cetera. But it's it's told through this comedic lens where we have this character that is a high British aristocrat who has no right to be in the life of piracy, but has chosen to give up his wife, his kids, his riches to pursue that. And so you see a lot of the comedic nature of you have a whole crew of murderous pirates who are willing to do the nasty things that pirates often do and this captain who is dressed very very nicely has all the nice things and isn't really prone to violence and i love that throughout the series this was a uh, 10 episode season for season one you have the opposite going with when we meet taika watiti's playing blackbeard Blackbeard, of course, everyone knows the legend of this most feared pirate, uh, the pirate that almost his name became more of a legend itself than the uh, person himself. We see when we get to meet Blackbeard, he is everything that we think of what a pirate should be. The pirate captain is dreaded by most, but we see the opposite with him. We see a pirate who is kind of over the pirate life 
and kind of wants a nice life. He wants to kind of enjoy what the aristocrat life has. So I thought it was a very smart play for them to, that's the angle of the show is you have the one that is giving up his life to be a pirate. And then the most dreaded pirate wanting to give up his life to become something better. And surprisingly, yes, uh, did not see this coming. I don't want to go too far into because this isn't a spoiler review. I want you to go check it out for yourself. But it truly, when I say romantic comedy, there is romance in this show. Um, of course, you know, jokingly, you can always think of when there's only men on a crew. Uh, time and time again, you would think there has to be a little bit of romance in there. But there's two relationships in this series that I thought were, were actually, no, there's actually three relationships. Three, three, yeah, I would say. Three. There's three relationships, but the way that they kind of handled the storytelling uh, in and out of weaving with the story, it was beautifully told. It's not in your face. It was. It made sense. It felt natural. And it was something that we've never seen done, at least that I can think of, in the pirate genre uh, for this time period. And I thought it added a little bit to the humor, but also it was just a beautiful thing and something that I would love to see fleshed out more in a season two. Of course, yeah, a season two is not greenlit yet, but I mean, surprisingly sleeper hit right now. Um, but I think with a, you know, you can tell that, you know, there's not a lot of budget and special effects and whatnot. So I think what's great about this film is you could do this kind of story anywhere. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Again, talk about casting. Reese Darby as lead Steve Bonnet and Taika Waititi as Blackbeard. It's just so great. And anything Taika Waititi's in overall, I've really enjoyed. And he really really creates this definite like change of what you know you interpret as Blackbeard, which I think is great because, again, subverting that expectation um, of the genre. We have so many great cast members in series. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just really, I'm really surprised. I even liked um, some of the use of music in here. Some of the, the song choices, more modern songs, but also kind of the, um, when they would change it um, instrumentally and whatnot. It was really kind of cool, uh, cool take on that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, the, the driving force of this show definitely is the, the cast, uh, especially the crew. You got a lot of these comedic actors. Many of you probably have seen other things before. Uh, and it is really, it plays up the sense of they all have their own kind of personality, the things that they like, things that they do. And there's kind of those tropes of like, you know, there's the person on the ship that does the the map making. There's the one that takes the notes. There's the one that calls out to birds, you know, like the, <laughs> the Whittler, like there's all kind of things. And I mean, we have, we have Hodor in here. Christian Naren is here is uh wee John, which of course is hilarious because he's the biggest one. Uh, yeah, Nathan Fode as Lucius is a great character. Um, uh, other standouts, I mean, you got uh, Ewan Bremerhart, David Fain, uh, Joel Fry. I mean, there's a, quite a few. And even Rory Kinnear, who we've seen in many things. I mean, lately, of course, he's been a big hit in the Bond series. But uh, he plays uh, a pair of twins that are these British captains that are quite funny uh, to watch. And recently, for those who just enjoyed the Batman, uh, the policeman who gets up into Batman's face in that big scene before Batman has to escape all the cops. Uh, that is Con O'Neill, who in this plays Izzy Hands. He's Blackbeard's first mate, and he really is uh, a tough part of this uh, show. He brings that uh, intense. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that voice. What are you doing? He's got the highest pitch whispery voice of all time it's quite interesting but we also have a lot of these uh, cameos in here i mean we got 
Leslie Jones of SNL, Fred Armisen, uh, Nick Kroll, Christian Schell. You got Will Arnett. Um, <laughs> Such a so great cameo, yeah. There's a bunch of these cameo roles in here. And so it's just one of these shows where I thought they're half-hour episodes. They're fun to watch. There's not really what I would say a lot of laugh-out-loud humor, but there's enough that I just found this show very charming. And really, it all comes down to your lead, Reese Darby. He really keeps the show going so well. He's so fun to watch. His energy, his charisma, the way that he always kind of looks at the world as glass half full. Uh, and to see the story that does have a little bit of the history there of why he chose to leave his family, why he wants to stay a pirate, even though it's so dangerous for him. There's something charming about kind of taking the taking the dive, trying to, you know, if there's something you really want in life, you only get one life. So you got to go for it. And so I think I really hope that we do get a season two because I think the show could go in so many different directions because the pirate genre is so big uh, and to see where this character could go and where it leaves off is actually quite a cliffhanger for some of these characters. So for me personally, I'm going to give Our Flag Means Death an eight out of 10. I really enjoyed it. It made me chuckle quite a lot. It's charming. Uh, and I want to see more. So eight out of 10 for me. I agree. Eight out of 10 for me as well. Again, not super laugh out loud moments, but enough that I want to continue to watch it. And hey, who knows? Keep an eye out. Let's see if we get season two greenlit. But uh, we hope you enjoyed Our Flag Means Death as much as we did. And you can now watch us streaming on HBO Max, all 10 episodes. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.